This is the Motivation for Mom Show, a personal development podcast for moms, hosted by certified life coach and fellow mama, Sarah Munder. Each week, Sarah will bring you motivation, inspiration, and personal empowerment to help you show up even stronger for your family and be the mom and woman you were meant to be. You sacrifice so much of yourself every day, and it's time to take at least a few minutes and invest this time into nurturing yourself and filling your soul. You are worthy and you deserve it. Ready, Mama? Before we dive into today's episode, I have a gift I want to give you. Now, I believe that my success in anything I'm doing, whether it's in my business or home life or my relationship with my family or mental health, absolutely anything, depends on how well-planned I am in advance and how intentional I am with my time. Planning in advance gives me the opportunity to make sure that the important things are getting done and that my needs are getting met. And so the gift I want to give you today is my daily scheduling worksheet that I designed to help you plan your day. On this simple worksheet, I also made space for you to write out your morning and nighttime routines so it's all in one place. To get this free download, just go to themamamiracle.com forward slash schedule. And in addition to the blank worksheet, which you can print out and fill out as many times as you want to, I'm also going to give you a copy of my handwritten daily schedule so you can kind of get an idea of how I divide up my day. This worksheet has been getting downloaded like crazy lately, which tells me that you guys need this. So go get yours for free right now on your phone at themamamiracle.com forward slash schedule. That's themamamiracle.com forward slash schedule. Now let's get into today's episode, sister. Hey friend, I am driving. I'm. It's Saturday. I'm having an absolutely incredible day. It's a beautiful, warm day here in Atlanta. It's like 66 or no, my car says it's 70. Yeah. It's sunny. I'm having a good day. I made it a good day. And I thought I'd check in with you. I want to tell you about some things I have going on. Number one, we started our day, my my family and I, we started our day uh, doing a prosperity meeting. And I've talked about this before, but Greg and I used to have finance meetings on our calendar. And we've had it on our calendar every single month for years and years and years. And every single month, month after month, we would skip it (laughs) and like not even acknowledge that it was there, but it would still get these calendar reminders that we'd have these finance meetings. And I think what it was is you know, we, we were both avoiding it. We didn't want to look at our money. We didn't want to look at expenses. We didn't want to look at what we were spending. We probably weren't feeling proud. We didn't want to be accountable to each other for the things we were spending money on. Right. And often the way that these finance meetings would take shape in the past would quite frankly, just be my husband going through all of our charges and being like, Hey, you know, what'd you spend money on here? And what was this for? And do you really think that we should have spent money on that? And just, it didn't feel good. Right. So 
we just so got out of the habit of that. And it was time, it was time for, for us to take charge of our finances. And, you know, I'm always talking about on this podcast that you and I, as moms, we are CEOs in our family. I'm always encouraging you to take charge of your life and take charge of all of the systems and processes in your home life and in your family. And and that includes our finances, right? So the first thing that we did was we, I'll give credit to my husband for this. We changed the name. So instead of calling it a finance meeting, we changed it to something a little more exciting, a little more positive. And so now we call it a prosperity meeting because Greg and I, you know, one of our big values in life is to build wealth and to live a, a, a rich, fulfilling life and to set goals and reach those goals and just be able to live life to the fullest and work hard and make money and grow in our careers and, you know, build wealth and and invest our money and things like that. So my point is we call it a prosperity meeting and I took charge of this thing and I put it on our calendar for Saturday morning. I knew he'd be coming home from the gym, uh, at around nine. So I put it on our calendar at nine 30 and we both were looking forward to it. We were both thinking about what we wanted to, Oh, the sun is like right in right on me, which feels good. But holy, it's bright. We both had kind of been thinking about all week, like what, what do we want to get out of this meeting and what's the agenda we kind of want to set and how do we want to show up and, and all that stuff. So we had it this morning and it was, Oh my God, it was amazing. So my girls happen to be, staying at the house my mom's been renting here in Georgia. They've been on an extended leave, which, uh, or an extended vacation, I should say here. I've, I talked about it in the last episode, how my stepdad Gary got sick and we're trying to get him strong enough for them to go back home to California. So they, they rented an Airbnb house and they've been staying there. And so my girls have been going over and spending the night there. And so my girls were there. Uh, my, I had my neighbor teenager watch Atlas, our almost two-year-old, because Greg and I really needed to focus. So we put two hours on the calendar to really focus and, and dig into our finances and set some goals. So the first thing we did was we, and, and that's what I want to encourage you to do too. You can't have kids around when you're doing this financing, either get them busy with something, drop them off somewhere have someone watch them, but really take the time out to focus. That's number one. And number two is set an agenda for what you want to accomplish in this prosperity meeting or this finance meeting or whatever. You could call it a wealth meeting. You could call it a money meeting. Uh, Whatever you want to call it, set an agenda, set some goals. And so that's what Greg and I did. I think that for us, for me at least, the number one goal was for me to feel like I had a better understanding of our money as a whole, where our money was going, where, you know, there were all these, these, uh, transactions that were coming out of our checking account every single month. And they were going into different funds and investments that my husband had set up that I had no idea like what they were. And that's on me. Like I just have had my head buried in the sand about money and finances for the last forever years. And so for me, it was like, okay, I need to know what these are and what you've set up and like, how, how would I even go about accessing those accounts if something happened to you tomorrow? And so I, that was for me was, okay, I just need to get a better understanding of 
our money in and out. And so where are we making money in the form of investments? Where are we making money in the form of income? Where are we making money in the form of um, interest, things like that. And then um, the second thing was for us to set some goals and go, okay, like we're doing okay financially. And that feels really good because we've worked hard to get here. And what we, what's important for us is for Greg and I to have parameters to live between, because for years and years and years, it's always been the more money we make, the more money we spend. And it's like, we don't want 20 years to go by and to have worked hard and to have made all this money for us to not have anything to show for it. Right. And like, yeah, we've, we've been doing okay. Like we've, this is our second home we've purchased. Um, we do have some investment accounts that have grown, but like we have so much room for improvement. Like there's so many things that we could be doing to make the most of our money. And for us, it's really important to know like, okay, like to have intention, right? I'm, I'm always talking about having intention in everything we're doing, but to know that like, okay, if I choose to not make this purchase because I'm trying to optimize our money and have it go to the best places possible, I need to know the whole point of this. Like, what are we working towards here? Like, where else could that money go? Otherwise, like, if I have the money, I'm going to spend it, right? Like, because it's just, and and I'll say, like, we've, we've worked hard over the last 10 years to be in a place where we're comfortable to where we could really buy whatever we wanted. Like if there was, you know, for example, Amazon, (laughs) we make so many Amazon purchases and I know so much money is going to that, but we need to set a budget and we need to have intention so that we don't just like think of something like, Oh, that would be nice to have, or, Oh, I should get that for the kids. I should get that for the house and just buy it. Like there's just so many impulse purchases that we've made over the years. And I want to stop doing that. Like if I make a purchase, it's intentional and it's within budget. And it's like, I I'm doing this because it serves a specific purchase, a purpose purchase serves a specific purpose. And then if I choose not to make a purchase on something that I want or think we need, it's because, well, maybe it's not really within budget. And maybe I'd rather have that money go into an investment account where it can make money. You know what I mean? Like I need to have intention. So we were able to sit there and identify where we would like to set a goal. And what we did is I had to give my husband a ton of credit because he has always traditionally historically been the one that has managed our investment accounts. And he has done so much research on the best type of investment accounts and the the best place to put our money where it's going to make the most money and the less riskiest accounts and things like that. And so he, he said he had set up a, I forget what it's called and I'll circle back around, but there, there's this certain type of uh, investment account that he has money being transferred out of our checking account into that account. And last year it did really, really well. It made 33%. So it's very low risk. And we identified, okay, like if we're going to be transferring 
money into an account every month instead of just blowing it on purchases, this is probably the best one. This is where we're going to get the most bang for our buck. And we set a goal to, to make, to uh, not make, but to transfer a specific amount into that account each month. And to, in order to reach a certain number for the year. So we identified, we want to put this amount of money in this account. We want to contribute this amount of money, knowing that it's going to make us at the very minimum, this amount of money. So at the very minimum, maybe like 10%. And last year we did 33%. So you know, it, it'll make it at a minimum this and it, on a really good year, it'll make this. So we set a goal for how much we want to contribute to that account this year with the idea of what do we want to do with that money at the end of either this year or in a few years. And so we kind of identified a couple of things we want to do. My husband's idea would be to buy a second vacation home that we can rent out when we're not using it as an investment not only as a um, an investment overall in real estate, but as something that could be making us money if we rent it out as a vacation property. And it'll be somewhere where we can go. And so we have this idea of maybe doing that in Florida since we live over here in Georgia. It's not too far away. It's sunny in Florida. And during the winter months, we could, we could go there all the time, right? So that's kind of what my husband wants to do. We also have, we, we talked about um, possibly setting a goal for those funds to be used to buy our next home, like, like our, our next main home. Oh, mostly because we recently went through some model homes uh, and they were amazing and we were very motivated. <laughs> you have to have something that you're excited about. I think when it comes to setting financial goals, it has to be for something that you're excited about, that you're willing to make sacrifices for, to work towards. Okay. So we're able to identify how much we want to put aside this year in that investment account so that we can work towards either one of two goals, our next house or a second house. So that's kind of where we, we landed with that. The next thing that we kind of identified was who can be responsible for what as far as managing on a monthly basis. basis. So of course we identified that my husband's really good at managing investments. So everything from um, putting our money in investments account accounts that will grow to everything real estate related to everything related to the stock market, things like that. So he's in charge of that. But I also tasked him with putting together a list of all of our accounts, investment specific accounts, adding me to those accounts so that I have access to those so that, God forbid, if anything happened to him, I would know where to go and where how to access our money in those accounts. And then just so that I'm also on the same page and so that we both are fully present to 
all of these different areas of our finances. And then we identified that my role on a monthly basis would be to track our spending, manage bills, pay bills, create some budgets for the, each of us in all the different areas of, of uh, life where we spend money and pay bills, like, you know, kid-related expenses and fun-related expenses and how much our utilities are costing and, and all that stuff. So my role would be to really track our spending on a monthly basis, whereas his role is to track the more big picture investment type stuff. So that felt really good. And then we had talked about like, okay, well, do we want to do this on a monthly basis every other week? Like how often do we want to get together to report kind of a status update on all these things that we're in charge of? And we actually thought it would be a really good idea to meet weekly because one thing that I've learned at my job at Lawyerist as a business coach is my team, we have a, a fairly small team of 10 people or so. We meet weekly every Monday and we're all expected to report on a specific metric. And so before we come to our, our team meeting, we're expected to go into the shared Google document where we update our metric that we're responsible for updating every single week. And it doesn't necessarily mean that we're responsible for making sure that metric is on track, but at least updating it. So, you know, for example, um, this, and we call it our dashboard. So we have this team dashboard, this weekly dashboard. And on the left-hand side are every team member's name. And then next to that, it's the metric that we're reporting. And then next to that, there is a threshold or in other words, a bare minimum of like this number cannot ever be below this threshold. Otherwise we're in trouble. Like we really need to look at this. And then there's a goal column and then there's the actual column. And so every single week we report the that number for last week and we're able to see whether it's going up or going down are we on track to meet our goals and sometimes it does fall below the threshold and that means okay we really need to pay attention to this number and it's not that it's anyone's fault it's how can we as a team work to improve this number and, that, and that's what i love is just the the team collaboration that that this this company has cultivated and how how can we get our numbers up? And so that's kind of what I wanted to do with us and with our pros our weekly prosperity meetings is I identified today, okay, let, let me set up this sort of same kind of weekly dashboard um, Excel type spreadsheet. I'm going to use a Google Doc for it um, where you and I are responsible for tracking and updating this metric before we meet Saturday morning for our prosperity meeting so we can say, okay, here's the latest. And I think that what that does is when you have metrics in writing in a document and you have goals set up around those metrics or KPIs, as they call it, key performance indicators, then it takes so much of the, it like all of a sudden it's not so personal, right? It's not oh, we're below our threshold financially because you were doing all these things. No, it's like, how are we doing? I just saw a fox on the side of the road who had been hit. I hate that. 
there's so much roadkill out here in Georgia. That's like the thing I hate about. There's just, there's so much wildlife. There's so many roads, so many forests. Ugh, it breaks my heart. I swear it like totally affects my energy when I say that. Um, so what I, I think I was saying is it takes the, the blame and the shame out of it when we as a team come together specifically my husband and I with our prosperity meetings and we're like, Hey, like as a team, how are we performing against our threshold against our goal? Are we on track? Are we off track? And then if there's a problem, if we're below what we had set as a goal or, or even a threshold, then it's like, okay, how can we as a team work to solve this problem and improve these numbers? Right. And I think that's why it's so important for us to be meeting on a weekly basis. And that, that, that may not work for all of you, but for us, I think it's going to work. It's, it's going to keep us on track. There's that level of accountability there. It's like, okay, I need to know where our numbers are going. I need to know where our money's going. And I think that that's really going to help us. And I think that that's going to give us a level of ownership. And I think that it's going to give us more awareness and it's going to affect our day-to-day decisions that we make knowing that the decisions that we make on a day-to-day basis about how we spend our money is going to be reflected in these weekly meetings. And like, I don't, I think that a certain level of accountability is healthy because it forces me to really look at where, you know, the purchases that I'm making and going, okay, is this, how's this going to look in the weekly meeting and how, you know, how am I going to feel about reporting like, Oh, we spent way over budget this week. And it's because I made all these thoughtless purchases, you know, like, I don't want to do that. Like I want to be, I want to be in charge of how I'm spending money. And the other thing that we identified for us as a really important value is for Greg and I, we both want to be able to spend money on things that we decide are important to us. We don't want to have to run all of our purchases by each other. Like that's not healthy for us. Um, because quite frankly, there are things that I find value in buying that Greg doesn't care about and vice versa. Like there are things he wants to buy that I don't care about. And I don't really think it's a smart decision, but I'm going to give him the autonomy to make that decision for himself. And so that's the other thing we decided is like, okay, we need to come up with a budget where each of us can spend money on whatever the heck we think is important without having to explain it or report to the other person that as long as we're within our overall budget, like, Hey, yeah, like go buy whatever the heck you want, you know? So that's important. So we've kind of toyed around with like, well, does that mean you should have your own spending account and I should have my own spending account? And, and I do, I do have a separate account, but my main purchases are going to be made. Oh, you know what? I'm going to stop and get a car wash because I'm just driving past the car wash right here. That's another thing that I want to get done this weekend. Um, so all of our expenses are going to be coming out of our main checking account. But with me being the one who, oh, the other thing was the other thing that I'm going to be responsible for is fraud management. So making sure that I'm going through all of our charges from our checking account and our, and also on our credit cards 
and, and just making sure that they look right, that it was either me or Greg. And in that process, I'm not analyzing the purchases and I'm not going like, oh, should Greg really have spent money on that? We're like, we're taking out any kind of shame and guilt. I'm simply looking at, was this a purchase that Greg or I made? If not, we have a problem. We might have some fraud going on. Or if it is great, like as long as it's within budget, again, like spend whatever you want. Okay. So then we spent about 45 minutes on just kind of hashing out. Okay. What are you going to be responsible for? What am I going to be responsible here for? What are, what are our long-term goals and how are we going to go about spending our money and, and reaching our goals and building wealth? And then we spent the next hour or so, maybe a little bit more than that, because my son ended up sleeping for like three hours today, which is such a blessing. So after our neighbor left, because I she committed for to watch him for two hours, and then after she left, it was his nap time, and so that kind of worked out. And he slept, we literally slept for three hours, which was awesome. And that's another reason I'm having such a good day. But, and I wish that for all of you, long baby naps. Um, so I got to work in my office and I just started, I, I got clear on my next steps. Okay. I need to start making a list of all of our expenses. So for me, like I had a ton of mail that I needed to open. And so I started with the mail and just kind of got organized with my mail. And I looked at what I could turn, turn off and make paperless. So I was getting all these bills that like, I want to get paper bills. Like we're trying to make everything paperless in our life. And I, then I went into all of our online accounts and just like all of our utilities accounts, like our, you know, where our water bill comes from and the gas bill and all that stuff. And I made them all paperless. I bookmarked them because sometimes things are on auto pay, but I'm like, I don't know where this bill's coming from. Like I set it up two years ago and I don't even know like what website to go to, to update this or look at our bills or look at like our usage and things like that. So I identified all of our accounts, like especially the utility accounts and other bills, like things like, you know, we have, now that we're in Georgia, we have this mosquito company, mosquito Joe that comes out and sprays every month during the, the spring summer and fall season when the mosquitoes are rampant, little spawns of Satan. I literally hate mosquitoes. They're the worst because I'm really, really sensitive to mosquitoes. And when I get bit, literally get like hives, it's awful. So we have this mosquito Joe service, which is like, I think it's like 70 bucks every application. So worth it. And I what did I do? Oh, they, I found this letter that they had sent us. And it was like, if you prepay for the whole year, we'll give you one free treatment. So I was like, heck yeah, like that's so worth it. Why not save $70? So little things like that, that I've just been not paying attention to, like promotions that come in the mail, just getting organized. And that felt really, really good. So now I know my next steps by our next prosperity meeting, which is going to be next Saturday. And next Saturday, it's going to be really quick. It'll probably only be like a 20 minute meeting, I imagine, because we're just going to report what we're responsible for reporting on and go, is it on track or is it off track? If it's off track, if it's on track, great, let's celebrate, you know, however that looks like for us, scratch dinner, whatever. If it's off track, then what do we need to do as a team 
to get back on track, right? So I feel really, really positive about this and I'm so excited and I, I wanted to talk to you about it because I know how like stressful it can be to not know where your money's going, to not have goals in place, to feel like you're not in charge, to feel like you don't have ownership and just feel like so many things are happening with your money and you don't know, like, where's my money going? And so I want to encourage you to take charge of your finances. You are the CEO boss and, or maybe CFO, (laughs) you're the CEO, you're the CFO, you are the boss mama in your family. And it's not to say that your partner is not, if you have a partner, it's that together you can come together. And what I'm encouraging you to do is just take ownership. Like say, Hey, hun, you know, if you do have a partner, Hey, hun, like, how would you feel about, you know, Sarah talked about her and her husband are doing these prosperity meetings on a weekly basis now. And like, they're really on the same page and there's no shame or guilt with spending money, but like, they're just, they have awareness now and they're on the same page and they've set some goals and they're really excited to reach those goals. And they're really excited to like get in a healthier place financially. And I think we should do the same and, and you can have your partner listen to this episode if you want. Now I will say that in in a future episode, I plan on bringing a, a finance um, coach or a financial planner onto this podcast to talk about specific ways that you can optimize your money, grow your money, build wealth, things like that. So that's not really what I wanted to talk to you about today. Today, I just wanted to talk to you about like how to get back in the game with taking ownership of your money and just simple things that you can do. Like, you know, if if money is a, a sore subject between you and your partner or just you in general, like if you're, if you have all this anxiety around it, just take charge, commit to taking charge and going, you know what, this is, I am empowered to make a difference here. I am empowered to do something different. And my money is my money or our money is our money. And let's take control of it and let's have fun with it. You know, like I, Oh, oh, the other thing that we agreed on, I'm in line for the car wash now, by the way, so I'm just going to keep talking here, but I'm not going to hold you much longer because I really just want you to get something on the calendar to start looking at these things. But the other thing that we identified was, because we just recently took a trip to Cancun, we spent six days in Cancun, and it was absolutely life-changing. I feel like an entirely different person. Like Greg and I's energy is is totally different. We really connected with our kids. Oh my God, it was amazing. And just the months leading up to our Cancun trip were also like, well, I'll admit the last couple months have been really challenging, but what having a trip on the calendar did for me was it gave me something to look forward to. It helped me through those hard days. It helped me set some goals. Like I started thinking more about like my fitness and health because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in a bathing suit. Like maybe I want to get more serious about my fitness. And that means I was a little bit more serious about my, my eating and nutrition too. And it just also helped me get more organized because I started packing really early. And so I started going through my clothes and like getting rid of stuff and going, okay, what do I need? What do the kids need? Like just taking inventory of our stuff. 
And like, what does that mean for, you know, how can we take this trip stress-free and not worry about the house or the dogs or I came to the conclusion that everyone should have a trip, a fun vacation on their calendar at all times to look forward to. Like always have your next trip on the calendar so that you can start planning and get excited and just have something to look forward to. That's important for us. So Greg and I also set the intention of by the next time that we meet next Saturday, we want to have a better idea of where our next trip is going to be. And I'm so excited to talk about that. And yeah, I mean, the options are limitless. There's just so many things to be excited about. And no matter where you're at, sorry, my heart telling me I'm too close to the car for a minute. I'm going to turn that off. Um, no matter where you're at financially, there's always something you could be doing better, right? Like there's always the de- the next level. We all have a next level of our finances and our wealth and things that we could be doing to improve our situation. So whether your bank account is in the negative right now and you don't know how you're going to pay your bills, you don't know how you're, you're going to feed your kids, like that's a really stressful place to be. And I've been there. I've been there so many times and we have come so far because we've committed to just making small incremental improvements, right? And that's what I want to encourage. Like, what does next level look like for you? And what can you do that's within your power to make a positive difference and make a positive impact? And if putting a prosperity, wealth, money, finance meeting on the books to look at this stuff is your next step, then do that. I would love to hear from you come into our Motivated Moms Facebook group and let us know like what you took away from this episode and what steps you're going to take to take charge of your finances, take charge of your money, take charge of your life, and where you would like to go for your next vacation. Okay, I'm about to get into the car wash, so it's going to get loud. I love you lots. I promise the next episode will be much more structured, but I wanted to just talk to you about this stuff. I love you. And I'm so glad you're in this community. Sorry, it's getting loud. Now go out there, take charge of your day. You beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. I'll talk to you soon. Not so fast, my friend. If you feel motivated after today's episode and moved to pay it forward and give back to me, please share this podcast with a friend. You can either share the link directly in a text message or take a screenshot and post it on Instagram. Just be sure to tag me at Sarah Munder so I can see it and give you a shout out on an upcoming episode. It's important to surround yourself with positive, like-minded people who lift you up. So I urge you to join us in our Motivated Moms Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash motivation for moms podcast. If you need something to help you change your life, like right now, go to my website to get a free copy of my life changing worksheet, the mama miracle. Just go to the mama miracle.com, put in your name and best email address, and I'll send it over to you right away. While you're there, you can sign up for my popular and affordable planner makeover course and learn how to use your planner to reach your goals, accomplish all of your tasks with ease, establish your non-negotiables, and finally create time in your life for the things that really matter to you, but often get neglected. 
And if you're ready for next level breakthroughs in your life, in your personal and professional goals, in your relationships, then I urge you to get on the list for my exclusive 12-week coaching program, Breakthrough. I only work with moms who are serious and committed to changing every area of their life for the better. So if this is you, go to themamamiracle.com forward slash breakthrough. Thanks for being here today. Now go out there, take charge of your day, you beautiful, powerful, and incredible mama. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you soon.